This episode of Eat the Rules is brought to you by You on Fire. You on Fire is the online group coaching program that I run that gives you a step-by-step way of building up your self-worth beyond your appearance. With personalized coaching from me, incredible community support, and lifetime access to the program so that you can get free from body shame and live life on your own terms. Get details on what's included and sign up for the next cycle at summerinandin.com forward slash you on fire. I'd love to have you in that group. This is Eat the Rules, a podcast about body image, self-worth, anti-dieting, and intersectional feminism. I am your host, Summer Inanin, a professionally trained coach specializing in body image, self-worth, and confidence, and the best-selling author of Body Image Remix. If you're ready to break free of societal standards and stop living behind the number on your scale, then you have come to the right place. Welcome to the show. This is episode 203 of Eat the Rules, and this is the season premiere of season seven of this podcast. I'm going to be giving you just a bit of a personal update as to what I've been up to these past couple months. I'm going to talk about the podcast survey I did and the results of that and what that means for this season of the show, what to expect from this season and some highlights from past seasons that you can check out if you are newer to this show. You can find all the links and resources mentioned at summerinandin.com forward slash 203. Before we begin, let me give a shout out to Raspberry Ripple from Ireland who left this awesome review. Before you read this review, subscribe to Summer's podcast. It's amazing. These podcasts are medicine for me. I am recovering from an eating disorder and it is so reassuring and uplifting to hear Summer and her diverse range of guests speak so eloquently about body image issues, self-worth and dieting. Each podcast is unique and I always feel better after listening to one. They are the best travel buddy for on the go. Summer is the best friend you wish you had. I always like to pretend we're having a friendly chat in my living room whenever I listen. Thank you so much. I love that review. I'm so glad you feel that way. That's kind of the vibe that I'm going for. <laughs> so I'm happy to hear that. And if you haven't already done so, please do go and leave a review for the show. You can do that by going to iTunes, searching for Eat the Rules and click ratings and reviews and click to leave a review. I do read them. I get a weekly email with any of the reviews, good or bad. Maybe I should stop doing that. But uh <laughs> That's a story for another day. And you can also help the show out by subscribing via whatever platform you use to listen to this show. And if you haven't already done so, definitely grab the free 10 day body confidence makeover at summerinand.com forward slash freebies with 10 steps to take right now to feel better in your body. Okay. It is really good to be back. This hiatus was longer than I had anticipated for unforeseen reasons because life just happens like that sometimes. And so I had originally intended on bringing the podcast back towards mid-September, but things just sometimes happen and we didn't have childcare for a while. And so I was essentially only able to work when my child was napping, which is for an hour and a half every day. And I will just say, I want to give a big shout out to anyone who endured that through the pandemic. I know many people who are home with their kids and you can't work. 
like, you just can't. I mean, I just was like, I'm just not gonna be able to work. I mean, I saw the clients that I had, I was running you on fire, showed up for those calls, but pretty much anything else, I was just like, I do not have time for that. And I only had to do that for a couple of weeks. I really don't know how people hung on for months doing that or even longer. We're not equipped to do that. And it's not okay. And if you were kind of experiencing something like that, and you were expecting yourself to maintain any level of attention with your job or with work, forget it. It's just not going to happen. And I think employers really needed to do better for people who are in those types of situations. Obviously, I'm self-employed, so I kind of just have to roll with the way things go. And I took some time off this summer. I took some time off social media to really reset my brain. And it was incredible what that did. I noticed that I had a lot more kind of I hate to use the word content, but that's really what it is. You know, things I wanted to say, whether that was through social media or through the podcast, I had more ideas. I was feeling more inspired to write things and to create things and to think of things. And it just made me realize how the consumption of information via social media really stalls our ability to think creatively. And so I'm recording this like two days after Facebook and Instagram shut down for the day. And it was just like another one of those moments where I was like, Oh, okay, you know, I don't have to check anything. I don't have to consume anything. And so ever since I did that reset, I think a lot better about consuming because I think I tend to really kind of get into the trap of just falling down a rabbit hole of consuming on social media. And it's not helpful. So I'm trying to be really critical of that. And so taking the break was the reset I needed in order to be able to kind of set better internal boundaries because it's addictive. Like, let's just be honest here. (laughs) And it's designed that way. And then some of the other stuff I was going through was, yeah, just dealing with a lot of hormonal crap as a result of the pregnancy loss I had in May. Like we don't talk enough about how that can really change your hormones. And it's almost like going through postpartum. And so I'm still in the trenches with that. And I just want to give a shout out to anyone with a uterus who has to put up with the amount of crap that we have to endure, whether that be pain or our symptoms not being taken seriously, or our moods being like just so up and down because of hormones. It's just really tough sometimes. And I don't think many people talk about how that happens. It can happen after a miscarriage and certainly happened with me. What happened to my cycle was just kind of threw me back to where it was a couple of years ago, where I'm in total agony for a week before every period. I've had some people suggest that I probably have undiagnosed endometriosis. So I'm on a wait list to get to a gynecologist, which will probably take a few months. And it just, it's sucks. I mean, it's like completely debilitating to your life. And I've figured out ways to manage it for myself. But when I look at the fact that I'm spending one week out of every month in so much pain, that's 12 weeks out of the year. That's three months of my life every year. And I don't really want to do that. So I just want to talk about that openly because I think we often just keep these things to ourselves. A lot of times people don't believe the severity of our issues. A lot of times we think we just need to kind of like muscle through and endure. And I certainly have to do a little bit of that, but I am hoping that through this process, I can finally get some answers after, uh, you know, 
how many years I've had a period? 30 years? Because <laughs> it's like been pretty up and down and out of whack for many, many, many years of my life. But after the miscarriage, it just like whew, went to a really bad place. So that's been happening as well, which has kind of slowed down my ability to sort of do some things like this podcast. So why the hiatus was a little bit longer. But I will hopefully see a gynecologist soon and I'll keep you posted on my uterus journey. <laughs> um, and then the other thing I just wanted to mention is I watched this really good documentary called Lula Rich, which is a documentary on Amazon Prime about the Lula Row clothing company, which you may remember they sold all those leggings. They were most famous for their leggings a couple of years ago. And they were structured as an MLM, so a multi-level marketing company, which then it sort of came out that they were really a pyramid scheme. And this documentary is really interesting because it kind of goes through the rise and fall of the company. And I just noticed so many parallels to diet culture. And I'm not giving any spoilers here because they sort of just cover this within the first five minutes of the, of the documentary. But, you know, they really sell this hope and this dream that if you become a LuLaRoe consultant, you'll, you know, you're going to make so much money and your life is going to be perfect and you'll be able to retire your husband. It's a super patriarchal company, by the way, that's positioned as feminism, but it is not at all, which is kind of like diet culture. <laughs> Actually, another parallel, you know, they kind of really pass themselves off as like, well, we're empowering women and they're selling you this dream and they really leverage a sense of community and the sense of belonging and when you look behind the curtain, you find that only a very, very, very tiny percentage of people succeed, which is similar to dieting. Only a super tiny percentage of people are actually able to you know, maintain any kind of weight loss over the long term. And for the people who don't become successful, the company really sort of says, well, it's your fault. You know, you're the reason you failed. It's a personal responsibility. And all of these people who invested their time and and energy into this company really had it taken from them. So similar to dieting, similar to diet culture, you know, it stole their time and energy. It encouraged them to keep investing more money and more time because they weren't doing good enough. And it left these people in a lot of cases, just feeling so much worse and sort of ruining their lives, quote unquote, in some instances. And it just reminded me so much of dieting. And so it's a really good documentary. Check it out. See if you can see those parallels too. But it's interesting to sort of be on the outside of this now and to see ways in which the culture sort of uses these same tactics. We sell this hope and dream. We leverage community and belonging. Only a tiny percentage of people succeed. You're the reason you failed. It's all your fault. You just didn't try hard enough. Whereas really it's like it's set up. The only way that that company can be successful is if people fail. That's it. And it's the same thing with dieting. The only way that a diet company can be successful is if people fail. It doesn't work. Otherwise, they're in and out the door and that's it. But there's a reason why Weight Watchers is around decades later. There's a reason why Noom is still around, even though it's been just a few years. And speaking of Noom, Virginia Soul Smith wrote an amazing article on Bustle about Noom that just talks about what it is, how it really is just a diet, essentially, and how it sets people up to fail in the same way. And so I know Noom is one of those like things that's really marketed differently. They say, oh, we use psychology. We're different. We're not a diet. They call it intuitive eating. And Virginia's article 
goes into the nuts and bolts of it and really exposes it for what it is. And so if you're ever feeling tempted based on the ads, because they're relentless with their advertising, as many times as I've blocked them, I still get ads from them periodically. It doesn't work. It's the same, same crap, same crap, different pile. Yeah. That's it. And so I'll link to that article in the show notes because it's really good as well. I wanted to just quickly talk about what to expect from this season. So I did a survey. It was really scientific. I used Instagram stories. I used the poll feature. So I think it was probably a good representation of the general population. (laughs) You know, you just got to work with what you got to work with. But no, it was actually super insightful and helpful. And so some of you, I asked whether you wanted shorter episodes or longer, and it was really kind of split in the middle. So what I'm going to do is there's going to be shorter episodes. They'll probably be the solo ones with me that are more the body image series oriented episodes. And then the longer episodes will be the interviews because I just find that when people are telling their stories, there you can just get into so much depth with people. And I love listening to personal interviews with people. And some of those episodes are my favorite of the ones that I've done. So those are probably going to be the more longer format ones. And the shorter ones will be the ones that I do or perhaps some shorter interviews with people as well. And the majority of you said you wanted more body image series episodes. So you ask for it, you are going to get it. I have a list of topics that I'm going to be chatting about over the next few months. And if you ever have any questions or ideas for episodes, definitely just reach out to me. You can always do that via email, you can do that via my DMs. And I will try to create an episode based on the topic that you want, or I can refer you to a topic that has perhaps covered it in the past. And I will probably be keeping the same amount. So about three episodes per month, that was a good amount for most of you. And most of you prefer audio content. Unfortunately, Instagram is now a video platform versus a photo sharing platform officially. So I mean, there's still photos on there, but they're sort of consistent considering themselves a video platform now. And so I'm going to have to do videos, which I don't really love either. But um, <laughs> but that's just what I have to do in order to get the content out there. And I think what will be really great about it is I've been playing around with this already with a couple of the interviews I've done is even if you don't have time to listen to an entire episode, you'll get a little nugget of amazingness, <laughs> for lack of a better word. And it'll allow you to kind of just consume like a minute or two of the show. And that I think that'll be really good for people who don't listen to this podcast, because there were a lot of people who didn't listen to the podcast when I did the survey, which was kind of shocking to me, since this is essentially my primary way of communicating with people. So I only see that as an opportunity. And hopefully more videos will get people into it. But I think it'll be cool. And it'll allow you to kind of see the guests in real life IRL. (laughs) And so I was just kind of playing around with editing one of them now to see how that's going to work. And I think it's going to look really good. And yeah, whenever I'm listening to these interviews, I'm always like, Oh, that's such a great nugget of information. And historically, I've created audiograms, which is a picture with the audio playing in the background. But to actually have the video of the person speaking, I think will be pretty cool. And I'm going to be running a few episodes on changing your relationship to movement to kick things off. Not the next episode for some reason. I just have something I'm dying to kind of talk about. But the episodes after that, or there's going to be just a few that focus on changing your relationship to exercise or movement or fitness or whatever you want to call it, because it's a topic that comes up 
all the time. It's something that I feel really strongly about because I had such a disordered relationship with exercise. And now I have a really great relationship with movement, I call it. And I think that I've got some guest experts speaking about it, as well as I will be doing a couple of solo episodes there on that topic. So if you're into that, then it's going to be great. If you're not into it, then you'll probably just have to (laughs) skip those ones. And that's okay, too. And I just wanted to wrap this up. This is just sort of a short episode. I wanted to do an intro episode to this season and catch up with you. But I wanted to just talk about a few episodes to check out if you're newer around here, or if you're looking for some episodes that I highly recommend to people all the time, sort of the more popular episodes. The first one would be my story. So episode 174, which you can always find any of these episodes at my website, summerinandin.com forward slash one. 174 for that episode or forward slash whatever number episode it is. And so my story is two parts. There's two episodes. They're both under the number 174 and probably one of the most popular episodes that I have. And I think that's because I'm so interesting to people. No, (laughs) I'm just joking. I just think that obviously there's something there that really resonates. And much like myself, I love it when people are telling their story. And so you can check those out there. It'll give you an idea of my background and how I got to where I was and some of the challenges along the way. And then obviously, I think the best place to get my top podcast episodes is by looking at the body image series. And those are all cataloged at summerinandin.com forward slash body image series. So you can go there and you'll see every single episode and a little breakdown about what each episode is about. Two of the most popular episodes are number 188, which is the body image series episode about when you intellectually get it, but still feel bad in your body. And in that episode, I walk you through why we get to a place where we intellectually get it and sort of get stuck there and what we can do to move past that place of intellectually understanding it to truly embodying it. And then the episode number 158, which was the first episode I did in the body image series, it's called How to Feel Better in Your Body. And I love that one because it just talks about how discomfort in our body can really be physical or emotional, how those two things are intertwined and some specific things that you can do to start to feel better in your body, both physically and emotionally. And so those are two really great ones to check out as well as any of the Body Image Series podcasts. Some of my favorite interviews are the one I did with Christy Harrison. That's episode 170. It's called Anti-Diet and Intuitive Eating 101 with Christy Harrison. I love her book, Anti-Diet. This episode goes into some of the details in that book, although not all of them because the book is really in depth, but it's a great rundown of what it means to be anti-diet, why diets don't work. I'm going to drop the O word here, but you know, kind of blowing up the bullshit on the obesity epidemic and things like that. And I love it as like an intro or not even an intro, but just like a good summary. If you're looking for, you know, why am I doing this? (laughs) Do I need to do this? Does this work? And so that is episode 170 with Christy Harrison. 
Another two of the interview episodes that I also love. One is the one with Joy Cox. If you want to hear an incredible story, if you want to hear someone who's overcome a lot, who has really, really great perspectives, then check out the interview with Joy Cox. And that is episode 184. She's talking about the influence of diet culture in her church community when she was growing up, as well as in the Black community. And it's such a powerful story. And I loved how open and candid she was just about her journey in terms of, you know, kind of getting through that and how she had to unlearn a lot of the messages that she had picked up within those cultures. And then another fantastic interview is episode 201. So that's only two episodes ago, but it came out in July. And that's the one with Savala Nolan. I've had people email me and say that was one of their favorite episodes. And again, she's talking about her story. And I just think that, you know, when people share their stories, it's just so, so powerful. And so that's episode 201, Body Image, Race and Gender, which is also the title of Savala's book. And it is an incredible book of essays about her life growing up, her experiences with her body. And it is just so deep. It is just one of those books that really makes you think. And the interview is an incredible summary of that. And she's just such an awesome person. So check that one out. And also, Another great episode is 183, How to Trust Yourself Around Food with Caitlin Ball. That's another popular episode just about really talking about kind of like that messy middle that people go through once they've stopped dieting and they've started to give themselves permission to eat and they start to kind of get into this place where it just feels a little bit uncomfortable and they don't know what to do and they're freaking out. So check out that episode if that resonates with you at all. And the last thing I just want to mention is if you're looking for other stories of inspiration, then definitely check out my You on Fire Spotlight series episodes. You can find a lot of them on YouTube. I'll link to that playlist if you want to see the actual video version of those interviews. As well, they exist in podcast form too. There are several of them because I've been doing them for over five years now, probably six years, maybe even more. And so you can find episode 199, episode 176, and there's several more there. And I'll link to the YouTube playlist as well. And people love those episodes because it's just everyday people sharing their story, how they got through, you know, kind of the tricky parts, what really helped them get to a place of peace and acceptance in their body. And they are always really well received because I think a lot of people can just resonate with the backgrounds and the stories of these amazing people that I get to work with. And so that's going to be a good segue. Check out You on Fire. You can get all the details about the program and get on the wait list at summerinandin.com forward slash You on Fire. I would love to be your coach. You on Fire is the online group coaching program that gives you a step-by-step -step way of knowing that you are good enough beyond your appearance and really getting you to a place where you feel confident and comfortable in your body with and with who you are and know that your value is not in how you look. And so I would love to be your coach. You can get all the details at summerinandin.com forward slash you on fire. And I also have a special email list that is for anti-diet professionals. And so if you're an anti-diet professional that wants to receive coaching advice, on how to help people with body image or business advice and stories of my experience as being a coach and as well as opportunities for mentorship, then you can get on that email list at summerinandin.com forward slash up.
updates-coaches. And I will link to that in the show notes as well. So the show notes for this episode are going to be big. You can find them at summerinandin.com forward slash 203. I'm really excited to be back with you and to have my microphone on my desk again. And I will be recording the next episode really soon. So that will be coming out as well. And that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Rock on. I'm Summer Inanin, and I want to thank you for listening today. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Summer Inanin. And if you haven't yet, go to Apple Podcasts, search Eat the Rules, and subscribe, rate, and review this show. I would be so grateful. Until next time, rock on.